Hello and welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm your host tonight, David Arnold. With me, as uh, oftentimes is the case, my dad, Paul Arnold, with me tonight. Uh, and our friend slash my college, uh, I don't know, what, fellow person, alumni. Who, fellow alumni, Chris Dangio. Uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Just us three talking college sports, professional sports, uh, sports that are played, sports that are not being played, et cetera, et cetera, all in the fun. Chris, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks, David, for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, Chris. It's good to have, you know, fellow leaders in the football landscape. Who are you guys? I thought I was going to have Chris and Dave on. This is not, <laughs> who are these guys? I thought we we're going to have BGSU. We Greetings and salutations, Paul. Oh, nice. I like Ernest now. We are leaders of the college football world, setting the tone, saying the example, canceling before everyone else. Dad, you're a Western Michigan alumni yourself. I am. Uh, so, so we got Maction, Maction all the way around. Paul, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fairly well. I'm a little confused and uh, perplexed. That's my word for tonight. With all these leaks happening to all the media, whether we're going to have college football or not and it's pretty interesting to see you know follow the money as our friend Ernest likes to say you know are the presidents of these universities going to follow through or is the money going to talk and um, Jim Harbaugh has been advocating to have a season but do you remember this famous quote from Jim Harbaugh I was and still am happier than a pig in slop so that's my first Jim Harbaugh quote for tonight yes yes uh I've got another one I remember earlier in the Harbaugh reign at Michigan. Um, oh, what a tangled web we weave uh, <laughs> when we aim to deceive. Um, and that's that's something I would like to talk about tonight because I think we've got a lot of deception going on uh, in the world of college football, particularly right now. We're seeing a lot of arguments being thrown around. Uh, if you're on Twitter uh, or social media yourself, I'm sure you've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of big-time college football news has been coming through the pipeline these past 24 hours. We have players wanting to play. Uh, we have doctors saying, no, it's not a good idea. We have coaches saying, ah, don't worry about the statistics. Kind of a whole microcosm of the entire pandemic all wrapped up into one sport. Chris, uh, before we get into any specifics, what is the thing that is grabbing your attention the most in this entire college football will they or will not will they not uh dance we're doing right now yeah well before i get into that uh i've never heard paul say you know i have a word the word of the night or word of the day this is the word of the podcast we're being perplexed so i've never heard that so oh, that means I you don't for, listen for, to the podcast man uh, well well not with me I, I do a podcast with you every once in a while so i think we should we should create a drinking game for our listeners oh every time i and say it, perplexed do perplexed you drink? yeah uh, yeah two drinks for any hardball quote oh, I, mean, I, no. think that's, <laughs> I think that's just the standard uh-huh and if we say so perplexed if we say ohio state what do they have to do um oof 10 push-ups Ten we, push-ups. we gotta beat them eventually so we we are all in agreement we three are not Buckeye lovers, correct? That is correct. Yes, I'd safely say that. Without yeah. a doubt. Uh, there, there's no Ohio State love in this house. Because uh, you raised me well, Dad. You, <laughs> you raised me to be a good, sensible person, uh, which also follows quite nicely along with the, my whole opinion on this college football season. 
because uh, I got to say, I'm not feeling too confident about playing the season. And, and I actually think that that's probably the right course of action. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you again, what yeah. is the thing that is driving you the most nuts or, or the thing you've observed that you're the most curious about with this whole college football? Will they or will they not uh, dance right now? Yeah, I guess I'm 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 perplexed about oh, drink the time. different up up oh, oh. Uh, oh, no, my, my fizzy drink i'm gonna burp <laughs> five times in the next 10 minutes okay uh, i guess me, uh yeah i guess i'm uh i'm confused about why some conferences are are in and some conferences are out um i think you know it, it sounds like the big 10 and the pac 12 are are most likely you know going to take the season off where you have and then also uh, the Mountain West I think announced today that they're they're not going to do anything and the MAC has has pulled out um, so really it's just the ACC Big 12 uh, and the SEC and I think the last one standing will be the SEC but I, I just think with the difference yeah I guess it just kind of confuses me you know with the NFL and MLB and just any major professional sports, you have a commissioner. With the NCAA, you have no commissioner. You just have these five five heads. These you know that that there's no collaboration between a, any of them. Well, you know and that's so a great point. Chris. Yeah, that, that's a great point. The lack of leadership. You, one thing uh, a tweet I read uh, today that that really stuck out to me was you know the NCAA as an organization they crown a champion for every single sport in every single season. And they have for the past 120 years, except, you know, the one sport the NCAA has never crowned an official champion for bowling college football, college Ah. football. The NCAA does not crown national champions for whatever reason, the biggest sport, the ones that make the most money, they've always allowed any other organization to crown a national champion. Every other sport, the NCAA crowns one, but they've just never been leaders when it comes to college football. It's always been its own. That's entity. kind of. Isn't that kind of perplexing? No, it's it, because well, it, it's it goes, the debate. They love the, the point, debate, right? and there's yeah. money, and people always debating who's better. Why announce it from NCAA who's the national championship when everybody keeps yelling and competing? I think that's what makes college football more compelling than most any other sport is we're so passionate about it. I mean, I mean, how many people loved what Harbaugh said against Ryan Day the other day, even though they hate Harbaugh? Am I talking to you, Paul Feinbaum? I mean, yeah. they, they just like seeing the drama of college football. And so for the NCAA to try to say, oh, here's the national championship, sort of puts that whole debate to rest. Well, they like to stir the pot just like Chris Daniel does. Yeah, I think, I think a big part of it is maybe the – the power sphere of all the other sports does not rest in the South. But when it comes to college football, all of the power has always kind of been in the South. And another point to look at with will they will not, they not have college football and why so many conferences are already canceling. But you look at the Southern conferences and they're not canceling. Uh, you, all, you always have to assume that if the South is leading any type of movement, um, maybe your first idea should be to run as fast as you can in the opposite direction. You know, if the South says it's a good idea to play football, uh, but anywhere else in the country is saying, no, it's probably a bad idea to play college football. You guys can be rest assured that history is going to say it was a bad idea to play college football. 
uh, that's kind of how I think about it. But, you know, the SEC rules, they're king. Uh, we're probably going to see Alabama play a six-game schedule against uh, you know, Vanderbilt five times, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and maybe Ole Miss once just so Lane Kiffin has to go to Tuscaloosa. But Chris uh, lives out in Colorado. Do they care about college football out there like we do here? In actually, Chris, the Colorado State controversy. Dad, have you heard about this? No. Oh, Chris, have you oh. heard about the Colorado State controversy? Oh, oh, very much so. Yeah, there's that. I, you know, and I actually think Colorado State kind of. So just to bring our audiences. Uh, audience member up to uh to <laughs> what we're talking about um it's a little perplexing but oh, what's oh, happened oh, 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 oh. fizzy uh, drink Get hold, it on. Yeah. hold on chris wants to finish that bottle of wine <laughs> that's right <laughs> um so basically a, a news reporter has kind of reported that the administration not i wouldn't say the administration but the the coaching staff at csu has basically told their players to um, either not test or, you know, kind of uh, fake the testing cheap. or cheap. Yeah, essentially just get around COVID. And, and if you do get um, COVID, you're, you're probably going to lose your, your spots. So keep coming to practice. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not good. But I think if it's happening at a – Mountain West school uh, who, you know, had 10 players going to the NFL combine stat of the day. Um, I think the, I think it's happening, you know, in, in smaller doses at these, some of these other big schools that maybe it's not talked about, but I think it's the perception that, that it's happening. So while I think it's a bigger stage at CSU, I think it's going to happen at a Minnesota or an Illinois and, you know, maybe even a Michigan or, you know, Alabama. That, that team down south. Yeah. Yeah. How about every single school in the SEC? Mm-hmm. Uh, because let's let's mention that most of the staff, including the head coach, Colorado State, came from the SEC. Um, Steve Adazio, famous former offense coordinator for Urban Meyer, who had a way of bending the rules during his time uh, as a head coach. But not at Bowling uh, Green. He was a saint at Bowling Green. Oh, a saint. I could, I could do with or without him at Bowling Green. It is nice to know that we are leaders in the college football landscape, Chris. That's true. That's true. That and Omar Jacobs, I don't know what else you want. I know. College game days visit us once or twice. Once. Once. One time only. Uh, Um, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're on TV. Battle of I-75. Battle of I-75. That's right, yeah. My other university there. Big rival. Big rival. Um all right, yeah, so, so college football is here or there. It's, it's a, a little shaky right now what's going on. Uh, I might as well just throw this out here, too. College football, out of all, all the sports, is so the one that, that is most predicated to infecting people, you know, within the culture, within the locker room. If one person has it on the football team, it's only a matter of time before the entire team gets it. When you think of football pads and how sweaty they are and everything and, and just the contact you have to go through in football um, – pretty easy to see how the virus could uh, go from one person to another. And also to, to throw out there that starting linebacker for LSU had COVID earlier during the pandemic, and he lost 35 pounds. Uh, and in the months since he's had it, he still cannot regain the weight because he says he can't eat anything. He can't taste anything, um, even, even since not having the virus. So it does affect people who are younger as well. And I think people kind of miss that point. 
Uh, Dad, what are, what are your thinking? What, what is your thinking? What are your thoughts on the college football? Uh, what do you want to call it? Mess? I mean, I mean, it's really a tangled web we have weaved a perplex- here. A perplexing web. web. It is quite, quite uh, I'm, out of, I'm out of my coffee, so you can drink your wine. <laughs> I'm done. Coffee? Come coffee, on. yeah. Um, you know, so this is just football is just revealing a lot of where America is, right? If you go with the national picture here that a lot of parts of the country were sort of saying, oh, that's just a New York problem. That's just a, a Detroit problem. That's just a problem, you know, in spots. And now we're dun, realizing dun, dun. it's going everywhere because you can't control it. As hard as you want to pretend it's not real or think, oh, we got it under control now, it just keeps changing. I mean, we didn't even wear masks for like the first month and a half, and now they're saying, oh, we should have worn masks the whole time. Um, so as much as football wants to make this happen, at what point do you realize you're not in control? They're just not in control of this. And the flip side of it, which we've talked about in previous podcasts, Chris, if you've been listening, is that if somebody dies, if a boy player dies or the mother of a player dies because they got COVID playing, you can look at two things like, oh, that's horrible. That's terrible. Or you can be on this, this sort of slant that I'm seeing lately, Tim Brando and your tweets, that, oh, people die every week, so they might die of something else. So, you know, this rationalization going on. What's wrong with waiting till spring? What's wrong with just saying, hey, we can't con- control it now. Let's get a vaccine, even, even if it's only 50% good. Let's at least get something and then play in the spring. Are we so addicted to football? Oh, I guess we are, that we need to have football David, this fall. Can, we can I take this? Can, can we... I take this? Can I take this, please? Can I take this one, please? Go for it, Chris. And, and then. So, first of all, um, if you take it, I, I guess to quote a most a famous person, zoo lions get tired of zebra after a while and want a filet mignon, not jungle lions. I think that's that. that Are you quoting translates Madagascar to me? <laughs> nope. That is that is Jim is Harbaugh, my friends. That is Jim Harbaugh, my friends. <laughs> Drink two twice. Um, so why they can't have football in the spring is because um, why why? Like I said, SEC SEC had sixty three players go into the draft. So let's say a hundred players thought they were actually going to go into the draft. Do you think those hundred, even if it's maybe fifty players, I think fifty players out of the SEC are probably going to opt out of the season if they. You know, because they they're looking, you know, Chris, it's messy. They no want to go to the any pro. way you look at it. Right. I it, agree. I completely agree. But that's you're going to have a, a poor product. But I don't think people really care. But I, I think people are there's going to be a ton of college athletes pull out of the of the season. If uh, if they go into the spring, I think uh, who's your quarterback at uh, Clemson? Uh, Trevor. Right. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I think he, if it goes in Sunshine. the spring, he's not playing. He's not playing. Well, here's here's the beauty of this all. What we're seeing right now is we're seeing the powers at the top institutions who really run college football. They're seeing this as as really the their first exposure to the cracking within the system. And this is where we're going to get a players union in college football, which is so exciting for me, the employment lawyer who thinks that amateurism is really just a joke that was created in 1904 by Teddy Roosevelt for no reason other than at the time to protect players from dying because of the Harvard uh, flying wedge, which killed too many people. And so that's why they created whoa, whoa, amateurism whoa. as a concept. Moment. Wow. Yeah. Wait a second. What? So, 
Uh, yeah, the, the NCAA was created only because Harvard's football team had this amazing uh, concept, basically kind of it, rugby style. You know, football was basically rugby back then. It was called the Flying Wedge, where they basically just put all their fattest, biggest guys in this little formation, and uh, the guy with the ball would just hold the ball behind them, and they would just wreck people, and they were killing people. They were literally killing other teams' football players. Uh, and so because of that, uh, American public wanted to ban college football, kind of like what's happened every 30 or so years. Um, so they created the NCAA to create regulations to make sure kids didn't die before they got to visit their parents at, at uh, Christmas time. So that's a long story short oh, okay. why we have amateurism. Yeah, yeah. David, so, that, that reminds me of another, another good quote from another famous person. If worms had machine guns, then birds would be scared of them. I completely, I mean, that, that translates right into to your, uh, you know, Stanford uh, Another hardball quote, drink up, folks. <laughs> yes, yes. So what it comes down to, though, is the SEC powers that be, uh, they see that players, if, if players are really going to be playing this year, what they're going to need to have is they're going to have to be safe there's going to have to be a COVID bubble and they're going to have to administer all these tests, which means that, you know, the, the lower tiers of football cannot compete because they simply can't afford what's necessary to keep those players safe, which is understandable. You can't house 150 players in a bubble and give them tests every single day. It's super expensive for the professional leagues. Um, and it's just undoable at a lower level. However, the Alabamas of the world, the Michigans of the world, the Ohio States of the world, if they really wanted to admit that players were professionals who commit over 40 hours a week to their job, which is being a college football player. And the true amateur sport for them is their you know, college credits, which they take and just pass just so they can play football at a professional level. Um, if the universities wanted to admit that and pay the players to be in a bubble and take tests every single day because they could afford that as the Michigans of the world, as the Alabamas of the world, well, then we could have a college football season. However, they're not willing to admit that. And the players are just so unsafe without those procedures in place. Because if they were safe without those procedures, the NBA would have chosen the cheaper option. You know, the NHL would have chosen the cheaper option. Major League Baseball did choose the cheaper option. And what happened? Well, the St. Louis Cardinals have missed the last four series of baseball. That and the Pirates been to now play. are in big trouble. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're seeing all these different professional leagues, professional leagues in America, take the necessary standards and procedures in order to play sports. And you look at football, and football, COVID trans, would transmit so much easier than any, any of the other sports. And there's also 100 kids. You know, in the NBA, you have 15 players. In the NHL, you have 20 people. You know, baseball, you have maybe 25 people. Football, you have to have 100. You know, 60 at the very minimum. Right. So unless you're going to admit these players are professional, there's no route. So, Dave, are you up for a spring season then? Is that what you're saying? I would. I mean, I would love a spring season. Actually, before COVID even happened, I've always advocated that we should have seven on seven as a spring NCAA sport. I think that would be the most Mm -hmm. optimal outcome because because that way you could really have tournaments. So you'd have two deals. Two seasons to sell ads to ESPN. Exactly. And people would love to see day-long uh, round-robin tournaments. Hey, but XFL's coming and... in the spring, man. Yeah, that's right. Do that's, you smell that's what the Rock is smelling? Well. 
but I David, do you think? I'll follow but, that anyway. But Don't David, do you th- do you think? Uh, while I agree that college, you know, it's the whole student athlete debate. If you compare the different professional sports against each other, and baseball obviously has the worst scenario, is it because not 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 because they didn't go into a bubble, but because of the poor planning? Because it was basically like MLB the entire summer was just like, you know, every every they were just airing out their dirty laundry the entire time. And then at the last second, they're like, okay, we're going to have a season. And so there was no prep time. There was no time to just kind of get things out there and, and get players ready. Well, it's, it's a, do you think that's part of it? It's, I mean, I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed by the whole situation. Oh, oh my gosh. How much wine do you have, man? Let let me drink this Uh, seltzer right quick. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Let me tell you, it's a good thing that's that the NCAA has plenty of time to prep for this right now. I mean, plenty of time. You know, it's August 10th, and they're supposed to play their first football mm-hmm. game in, what, uh, 11 days? Yeah, they're definitely going to be able to prep and plan this out for everyone. Right, you're right. The lack of preparation time was a key factor with Major League Baseball. However, what we're seeing also is that college football really did not plan ahead. College football was ignorant enough. The, the powers that be thought that this was a political situation instead of a scientific situation and meanwhile teams in europe are having a european competition from all the different countries in europe they're in the champions league final tournament this year instead of having this drawn out two-month-long process they're having a two-week-long tournament in lisbon portugal where the top eight teams in europe are going to play each other in like a final four of college basketball type situation, but in Europe for European soccer. Um, and they're able to have this competition because for the last two months they've been playing soccer because the entire continent took the situation seriously and as a scientific problem and not a political problem. David, and, are you saying that the United States does not take COVID-19 seriously? Oh God, no. I would never say that about our country. Are you kidding me? I am the greatest patriot there ever has been. <laughs> Don't accuse me as such treason i would oh, i would like to ask so you brought up final four which i'm going to be canceled by ben shapiro tomorrow <laughs> which which makes me think okay uh, uh we're going to write these down and there's going to be a shot bet after at, at the end of this uh in probably may of next year us bowling green falcons do like shot bets. well that's that's true that's that's a that's a thing you it's unfalcon believable um David and Paul, if you could name how many teams are going to make the tournament in the NCAA tournament next year for NCAA men's basketball, how many teams would you say? David started this in my mind by saying there's going to be a Final Four the tournament in soccer. Paul, I'll throw it out to you. What, what's your number for number of teams in the NCAA tournament 2021? Mm, so you're, you're, so saying... you're saying shortened season. Well, I didn't say anything. It just we have no idea what the basketball tournament or basketball season's going to look like. We have no idea what the tournament's going to look like. We have we have no clues. So, the that's the thing at work. I work and every week the residents I work at a senior living place, they say, "Well, what's the rule now?" because it's changing every week. We can't predict where this is going. But you want me to predict the spring. So, I'll just do it cuz it's free and I don't you know what? I don't want you to be well, per- it's not free cuz it's going to be a shop bet. 
It's a shot bet. Yeah. Shot, so shot, I think shot shot. shot, 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 shot. I think they want to keep it to 64, 68, whatever they do in these days. But I'm going to say 32 and pass it on to David. Oof. Have you guys heard about the Ohio, uh, no. the Ohio OSHA uh, high school football playoff plan? Because I can tell you what the uh, Colorado, I don't know what their initials so, are, but I can tell you what the Colorado's plan so is. So Ohio's, Ohio's plan as of this past week, probably going to change way before it actually happens, um, is that every school gets to play six regular season games. And then the seventh week of the high school football season, every single school in Ohio qualifies for the playoffs. Every single school starts their playoffs the seventh week. Instead of having 10 regular season games and then going from there, every single school in Ohio starts in the playoffs. And they just have a massive... How many schools is that? How many teams is that? But there's got to be what? Hundred like, plus? Uh, well, no, like a thousand high schools. Oh, I mean, you're talking gosh. at all levels. I mean, it's their version of plus. Indiana basketball, Ohio football. <laughs> know, which, like, how? Okay, in a way, that's crazy. But how absolutely awesome would that be on a college basketball level to have every single college basketball Division One team, all three hundred and what sixty? teams start in the NCAA basketball I'm not tournament? Say, listen, as much as I'm a <laughs> patriot towards Bowling Green men's basketball, they're, they're far from making that tournament. Well, Bowling Green is actually pretty good. They had a winning record last year. Oh, and they're actually... They were they were good. favored to in the Mac. NCAA, that's good. They were, well, they were favored to make the NCAA tournament of all the Mac Ooh. teams before it got canceled. They are the lo- they have the longest drought of any team that's ever made the tournament before. Ah. To have not made it, they haven't made it since 1962. I don't think. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been our year, man. This is our year. I I agree. So you didn't answer. So you're saying 360 teams is, is your I'm answer? Saying, I'm saying give me 360 Division One NCAA okay. basketball teams. So I see NJIT taking the you're you're gonna you're gonna lose this shot bet by the way. I like not, That's right. <laughs> you're not gonna win this. I'm gonna say 16. I think they're just gonna say, "Hey, we're gonna put 16 Crickets. teams in a bubble." And did Paul? Did we lose Paul? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm All just right. uh, probably, perplexed by your answer. That's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna put 16 teams in a bubble in Indianapolis or you know New Orleans or Atlanta. And just say, hey, you're gonna do classes remote for the next two weeks, and Orlando. here you go. It's already set up. Go to Orlando. I, maybe Orlando. That's, it is. It correct. is already set up. And honestly, here's where we can we can cut the crap when it comes to college athletics and amateurism. I mean, let's. I. I Are you pay back at extra, that now again? Yeah, because I'd pay an extra five bucks to watch the NCAA tournament on like some stream or something to watch. You know, Duke. And the top sixteen teams play before the season. You know, before they even play regular season, just give me straight to a tournament. I want to see the top teams play. You know, a battle for Atlantis style tournament at Disney World, so and just the crown them the teams champions. Would never season. go for that big tournament like you're talking about because they don't want some, you know, Yahoo yeah. from a small team injuring their best player. Technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But that's what I dream of, Dad, in a perfect world. I want to give all them teams. I remember Forget Ohio, world peace or, you know, but this yeah, dream of every college basketball team in 2010, Gibsonville, Ohio, uh, baseball team. They had a, they were 10 and 22 going into the play. 
playoffs. Anong and high school baseball, every team makes it kind of districts and whatnot. Uh, and they ended up winning the state title in Ohio nice. after having this abysmal losing record because they went on a hot streak. I want to see some little kid from from New Jersey Institute of Technology drop 50 on Duke <laughs> and upset them and, and make all these five-star kids cry. That's I want to see, see how drunk uh, Chris is. Chris, who's the best baseball player that's ever come out of Bowling Green? Perplexing question. Best uh, Oral Hershiser. You are wow. right. Wow. How, how about best baseball player to ever graduate from Bowling Green? It's not Oral. And actually, we've got, I don't know the answer to that question, but we do have a player in the major leagues right now. Do we have uh, him on the line? Do we have him on the line? No, not tonight, oh, unfortunately. Okay. So he didn't, yeah. he didn't call him. Okay. Um, John Birdie. And let's see if he's actually playing this year or if he's not playing this year. He played for the Marlins last year. Yep, he's playing for the Florida Marlins this year. And he had COVID this year as well. Congratulations. Well, did he really? Is that, no, is that I, real? Don't, I don't, oh. I don't oh, know. Oh, because the Marlins had some like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, this year, I'm looking it up, because John Birdie was there when we were there. He's 30 years old. Um, 2020, he's at 29 at-bats, and his batting, here's a question for you guys. John Birdie, Bowling Green product, he's at 29 at-bats in 2020. Uh both of you guess. Uh, Chris, guess what his batting average in 2020 is with 29 at bats? Uh, 235. Uh, Dad, you got any guesses? 279. 172. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow. Yikes. Paul, Paul takes the shot. Wow. Well, I will say la- last year he did bat 273 over 256 appearances. So that's small oh, okay. sample size this year. He, he's a career 263 hitter. All right. Later. I'll take so, that. That's not too yeah. bad. <laughs> this year, not great. Not great, Bob. Sounds not like great. my GPA. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Mine's slightly higher, but I'm in law school, so that's okay. Um, they, give, they give degrees out when you're in graduate school. That's – Did you pay your – did you Hopefully pay true, your? Because I paid my tuition and it's all. Did you pay online. your tuition? You're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I also Just, got. You, you know, I went. I went to law school to avoid being a teacher, but thanks to COVID, my kids staying home, so I get to be a teacher because of law school. Uh, so funny how that all works out. Um, anyways, my, I'd be the gym teacher, but my kid is too young. <laughs> There's a lot. I, you can always start them young, but if they're not athletic, you know, just runs in the family, right, Chris? Sorry. Ooh, Sorry about that. Sick oh, burn. Wow. I, I was also thinking, this is like this. If you've if been if you've been counting, folks, folk, uh, uh, that's the third sick burn on Chris Dengio tonight. <laughs> Chris Dengio. Hey, if you ever got in a pool, Chris would swim laps around you, David. That's he. That, that is he true. <laughs> I'd probably drown you. I was, did I tell you I joined a water polo league out here? Yes, you did. Right before COVID, and I the guy got COVID, and then I was in. I had to self quarantine here. But you know. were you were you in hot water? Oh, uh, I was in. I was in deep. I was in deep water. You might say. <laughs> Nothing says Colorado quite like having a casual water polo uh, recreational league. Um, uh, I think there's. I think there's plenty of other things that speak of Colorado. Yeah, yes. a lot of high anxiety. Yeah, there. yeah. I know the marijuana. You, you, mountains. You, you definitely said it. Uh, we didn't have to. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> we're moving on. Maybe if we can slip past this. Um, no, I don't know. I don't think we can. Uh, who wants to talk about whatever? I've got some good news. I'm going to pass on to you guys. The NHL 
7,000 COVID tests administered since the start of, of preseason training camp. Drum roll. Zero positive tests. They're in Canada. They're in Canada, eh? Well, Hey, are you are you saying that our brethren to the north of us take this more seriously than us? I'm French Canadian. Yes, I I I draw (laughs) my French Canadian roots. Hey, hey, yeah, they're they're slightly better than us at this. I'm perplexed, eh? I'm perplexed by this whole situation, eh? Hey, um, Dad, you you have any thoughts on hockey? We you talked about hockey a little bit, but any thoughts on hockey after this information I've passed on to you? So I think hockey, believe it or not, has done this so much better than the other sports. And Bettman, I've never been a fan of him, the commissioner. He looks like a weasel to me. He doesn't seem to stand up to the owners well. But he's handled this really well, except for the shrink wrap of all the seats. And they did a little Canadian humor before one of the games. They said, now I'd like to thank our fans. And they did a scan shot with the camera of all the wrapped seats. And then it came (laughs) up and it showed four, like, actual air fans blowing and that was canadian humor thanks for the fan i like it i this like is it why eh? from this is why i'm from yeah Can- so, french canadian so canadians um so hey, how are the red i didn't see how are the red wings oh the, man the you had to go there red wings are out uh quick oh. side story i thought of hockey this past month because um i had to have a root canal my front right tooth and oh. The guy was asking me, boy, you've had a crown on there for a while. And I said, yeah, since I was 10 years old, I was trying out for a hockey team and my mouthpiece slid down. I didn't, wasn't paying attention and tripped and, and slid it in half. And I've had a crown on there for uh, 40 years or uh, 44 years, whatever. And he goes, wow, that's a long time to have a crown on it. So, um, yeah, so ho- true hockey players are missing a few teeth and that's right. a few that's brain right. cells somewhere. Hey, um. Well, well, on the hockey note, um, former uh, well college alumni of ours, friend of mine, Chris, he went to school around the same time you did as well, a uh, guy from Ann Arbor and also Bowling Green graduate, Everett Fitzhugh, becomes the first African-American radio uh, TV play-by-play guy mm-hmm. uh, for the NHL uh, as the new TV play-by-play guy for the Seattle Kraken. Kraken. Yeah, uh, which personally I hate the name Kraken <laughs> as a professional sports team so name and also uh can I just and Minnesota Wild is good well I I have I'm neither here nor there on the wild they should have been the North Stars we already know that um can we just say the Seattle Kraken had the chance to have the colors be green and whatever else they want to be but instead they went with aquamarine blue and black which is done by you know, I mean, the Winnipeg Jets have blue, Columbus Blue Jackets have blue and black. You know, at the, the Pittsburgh Penguins have alternate jerseys which are blue and black. Um, the fact that they didn't go with the Seattle hometown colors just drives me insane. We need more sports team franchises to coordinate, such as the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Penguins, etc. We need more of that. The Colorado, or I mean, not Colorado. Cleveland. No. Uh, well, well, well. Let's try Ugh. a different time. Let's see. The Charlotte. I guess we Carolina said perplexed Panthers, too Charlotte much Hornets. times tonight. Hey, yeah. yeah. The Charlotte FC. You know the teal color. Every city needs to have their I, idea of what color represents them, and they need to have all their professional sports teams line up. 
I think that makes it appropriate. That gives people more of a reason to back the team. Seattle going with colors that are not green, uh, highlighter green or whatever, just just ruins the brand for me. Not a fan of that. But I just want to go on a little rant there uh, for I don't a second. Know the Seattle Dad, Seahawks have adopted that uh, highlighter green as their like secondary color. Yeah, they have exactly. So they've adopted the the highlighter green. Seattle uh, Sounders have highlighter green. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Supersonics used to be highlighter green, yeah. right? They started and, it. They started the whole thing. Exactly. So, so the Seattle Kraken just decided oh, to go. What? That sounds terrible. Aquamarine blue and black. What are you doing? What are you doing? You just gotta go with the green. Just be green. Well, Seattle's green. known for some high thinking too, just like Colorado. Yes. yes. So we're uh, the highest. Just, <laughs> yes, you are the highest. Well, it, you, Michigan's not too far behind there, Dad. Not too far behind. Yeah, every billboard I saw this weekend, it didn't matter where we were in the state, we saw billboards for, you know, your best life well, is with cannabis. I mean, you know, Dad, I did, I did have five friends from college come recently go on a camping trip with me up north mm-hmm. in 2020. Um, they were not willing to in 2016 or 2017, the other times I've done the camping trip. And pretty much the main selling point was, hey, you guys can come visit a dispensary if you want to. Uh, that was that was a pretty so good you're selling saying point. The smoke at the campfire wasn't all from the wood. I can I can guarantee you there was there was none of that happening at the at the campground. I was I was very much Father Arnold uh, <laughs> in that in that situation. I can promise you that. Um, but yeah, it's a it's the selling point. Selling point. People come to Colorado. People come to Michigan for that fact. Uh, it just is what it is, um, and we we'll enjoy a, the tax I, benefits. Hey, I'm I'm an edible guy. Not not that I do it all the time, but I don't oh. smoke anything. But edibles, they're they're good. They're like good to brownies go. Brownies or what are you doing, man? You could do gummies like uh, like a gummy bear, or you could do like a cookie. You got a yeah. little girl crawling around. You can't have edibles around. No, we don't have we don't have any right now. But like before pre pre child. We had uh, like you. You could just buy twenty gummies for I don't know forty dollars. They're there. They're there. Good. They're accessible. You just can't and drive a cookie. You just, yeah, you can't drive. You can't go in the south anywhere. Just There's another no reason I got. And you can't go. Chris. You can't go to Utah either. If you have Colorado plates going to Utah, <laughs> it's like going Michigan to Ohio. You can't go to like Colorado, Utah. You're just gonna get pulled over. You're just gonna yeah. be frisked, huh? That's All right. right. So on that great uh, slide perplexing conversation um i just thought i'd mention that because Everett is an awesome guy he did the play-by-play when i was at bowling green for the hockey team and the baseball team um the first time we ever met we we're sitting in a baseball press box he's calling bowling green versus ball state and he's doing radio uh, play-by-play and he mentions casually they went to pioneer high school and at the next commercial break i casually uh, two people across from him just leaned back and said, hey, man, Pioneer sucks. Um, <laughs> for people that don't know, Pioneer is my rival high school. Uh, I went to Huron, which is the rival high school in Ann Arbor. And that was our first introduction Introduction to each other. Um, great guy. Awesome. So cool that he's going to do the play-by-play for it. Seattle Kraken, um, no matter now, what I think I... about the NHL team. David, correct me if I'm wrong, but did, was he the one that said – I take a vitamin every day. It's called steak. Was that him? Oh, Harbaugh, drink another. <laughs> oh, 
You know, what's funny is he actually went to the same middle school as Jim Harbaugh. Me, Everett, and Jim Harbaugh went to the same middle school. So something to brag about. And Bob Seger, for that matter. And Bob Seger. Um, Write it down. That's right. right. So I remember David was a freshman at Bowling Green. I came down to see him, and he was working a football game as like a support guy for the press box area. And the ESPN was doing the um, broadcast. Do you remember the two guys doing it? And they gave you yes. $5 to help out? Ke- Kevin. Uh, a dead no, whatever his name. N- Nagandi. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I, I don't think I'm saying his name right, but that's all right. Um, Kevin Kevin Nealon? Was it Kevin? No. No, Kevin no, no, no. It was Kevin Nagandi. Um, him and then some guy who not important were doing it. But Kevin Nagandi. Um, does also sports center. I remember you told me just to stay quiet, not make any noise, just sit there they, in my chair. They had me, so they had me in the television booth, uh, play-by-play booth, and they had me standing. So it's, it's these two play-by-play guys, color commentator, TV guy, um, and I'm standing right next to them. It's the three of us, and I'm just standing with them the entire time. Couldn't say a word, but I, I had headphones on just like them. If you took a picture of us, you would think I was part of the crew. My entire job was during every single play, uh, someone from the television crew would would talk to me and be like, play for eight yards, this person caught the ball, this person tackled. I write it down, I hand it to them, or I show it to them. That was my entire job, the entire game. Or I'd write down random facts for them to read off. Uh, that was a good, cool cool experience. And after the game, Kevin Gandhi was like, hey, man, that was awesome. Buy a beer for, for you and your friends off of me. And he hands me a $20 bill. Um, $20, was, that's going to that's gonna get you hammered in Bowling Green all it, night. It is, man. It is. And How would that you know, was, Chris? Uh, well, well, unfortunately. I've done, the, I've done the Bowling Green 20 challenge yeah, I was a as, an adult. Yeah. as an adult. I was 18 at the time. Um, yeah. So that was, that was an experience and a half. That was cool, man. That was cool. Uh, unfortunately, five years later, you know, after I graduated, Desmond Howard was the guy who does all the bowling rings now. Uh, so that would have been really cool if I could have done that. Well, finally, uh, but, a football player you're taller than, right? Yes, right. Uh, yes. Sick probably. burn. That's your that's your fourth sick burn of the evening, folks. Uh, yeah, is, is my dad <laughs> calling me short? <laughs> cool. Hey, I'm shorter Thanks, than you, so hey. I don't, I don't know. I think, we're, I, think I have you both beat. I know who that's was awesome. the other guy. I think it was Ray Bentley who was the color guy. Linebacker from CMU. I I genuinely don't know. Yeah. I genuinely don't know. He was a generic taller white guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those in uh, Bowling Green. In TV, yes, yeah, in Bowling Green and TV. Um, so let's get to Chris baseball before we run taller. out of time. <laughs> yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Do you have anything to talk about baseball, Chris? The Tigers are crushing it randomly. How are the Colorado Rockies doing? Uh, well, let me just say, I think he's going to say they're perplexed about them. Oh, they're I'm, I'm perplexed about their pitching is what I'm going to say. Maybe they're, they're relief pitching because it's so out, out of this world. Uh, no, the, the, the Rockies are the best in the league. Can I say that out loud? Yeah, they're 10 and three, I believe the national league, huh? Nope the the entire major league. Oh, the Rockies are oh, eleven yeah. four right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they the the highest uh, ranked team in the it's, standings right now? That's right. Until they play the Dodgers, they will be the highest. You know, they they'll have the best uh, the best record. But uh, yeah, the Rockies are looking good. That's I think a huge surprise team for so many teams because they they were they had a losing record last year. 
Um, I think the, you know, I think the Tigers have a, you know, a surprise little team, but I think every team is a surprise team because you have a 60, you know, I, I don't, first of all, a I surprising think little team. Cool. cool spread, yeah. I mean, you have Miggy. Let's go. Do you still have Victor Martinez? Is he still a part of the team? <laughs> you're, you're referring to CJ Chrome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 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 no, no. name to CJ anybody. You, you, here's here's the thing. Anybody's got a chance with a six, 60 game season, and major league totally bet. Right. But major league bet on a sixteen uh, team playoff. They're saying, as long as the Dodgers make it, as long as the Yankees make it, we'll be fine. Here you go. Have fun. Everybody chase sixteen teams. But what I think is going to happen is there's not going to be a ton of trades. So while the Rockies need a reliever, they're not going to get it because every every team has a chance to make the playoff. And is so, any team going to make a trade? Are, are, is I think it's going to be tough. Trade? Oh, every, I think the trade deadline's in like four weeks. Could you imagine uh, the, the COVID implications of a trade? I mean, that's that's wild mm. to me. It's like I would the, take anybody from the Marlins at this point because they've already had it. Oh, there you ooh, go. That's ooh, ooh. What person on the on the St. Louis Cardinals has not tested positive, so we can trade for them because the Cardinals are just not going to be able to finish the season, which is another thing we can talk about. But well, go ahead, Chris. at what point do you say, "Hey, as long as you had thirty games, we're just going to count your percentage"? No, so no, no, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't if, care if, if you if play you fifty games or thirty games. I, no, I, I that would be fair. I think, oh, I think what you do this whole is you se- just, no, no, no. This whole season's not fair. You can't say anything. The whole season is not fair. So you got to throw logic completely out the window Chris, life and is say, not fair. I exactly. Thank you, Paul. Teach that to your son. What did I, what's the best advice I gave you, David, as a young, nobody likes their job in their twenties. Just get over right. it. Just get over it. <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes, thought... nobody likes sports in their, in 2020. Get over it. So you got to just play ball. <laughs> what? If you play 30 games and you have a winning record, you're going to probably you make know, the Chris, playoffs. You know, Chris, you get cranky so, when you get hungry. You know that? Yes. It's not hungry. It's just, you know, it's this underwood. Eat a Snickers, man. Rosé wine. Rosé. So, let's talk about this. Hey, what's, what sport has led the way uh, during this entire crisis? You just know that it. answer. You and know, do it. know it's, it's soccer. Oh, so, whoa, not NBA? Whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, you wait. Are we talking about the sport that's been playing for the last four months? We're I thought about we were talking about real, the last. Four I'm weeks. sorry. I, I thought we were talking about real sports in America. My so, my apologies. So the other sport that actually started their bubble tournament before the NBA, the MLS, had the MLS's back tournament, and what happened was, two teams were disqualified from the tournament because too many players tested positive inside of the bubble. They just said, "Hey, you guys got to go." If the St. Louis Cardinals can't get this under control, there's no cutting their games at 30 and then saying what one percentage do they have. No, they're just cut. If the team and players can't be responsible enough to keep COVID under control, they're just cut. They're eliminated. Wow, sounds bye like bye a dad talking Cardinals. now. Wow, David, yeah. I couldn't. David, I couldn't. Uh, we might have lost connection, but uh, what what station did you say that the MLS was playing on? I didn't. I didn't hear that. <laughs> What's oh ESPN? I mean, I mean, literally. Uh, like not, uh, two ESPN. or three. I hate to I hate Eight? to let you the Ocho. I hate to let you know, but it's actually <laughs> been on ESPN and ESPN two this entire time. Tuesday uh, at someone just cut at cable. ten o'clock. Sorry about that, Chris. Um, so hey, Chris, even though you're wrong about soccer a little bit, you never walk alone with us. We will stand Thank beside you. your side. 
<laughs> Thank you. That is a soccer reference. Chris is way too good Go to Liverpool. understand. Woo-hoo. Come that's on. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, also, the women's soccer team at Bowling Green reigning back-to-back MAC champions uh, there, Chris. So, so show, show some respect oh. there. I wish we had our uh, men's or women's basketball coach back. He went to Indiana. I mean, he was he was a pioneer, and he was just dominant. He actually, Kurt Miller actually took the Connecticut Sun to the WNBA finals last year. Um, he, I didn't know he moved on from Indiana. Yeah, well, there was some controversy. He kind of got fired there. But that's a whole another con- conversation we can have. Those are one of many people. Uh, just I just want to let our our audience member know. That uh, <laughs> you know, hey Ernest, what's Bowling up? Green, yeah. No, it's Ernest's grandson. Yeah, that's his grandson. Uh, the the Bowling Green alumni, they they do get fired every once in a while, um, just like you know Urban Meyer. Uh, ethics, ethics, not a concern, which is that's right. Ironically, the only reason me and Chris got accepted to Bowling Green. <laughs> uh, moving forward here. Um, Baseball, yeah, eliminate the Cardinals. If they can't keep it under control, you gotta go, bro. You're just you can play okay. next oh, year. Okay, so Sorry. David. So so David, okay, so who did the Marlins play that well, okay, the Marlins got COVID nineteen. Um who who were they lined up to play? Uh, let's just say Cleveland, okay? So they couldn't play Cleveland for four games. And then let's say Philly comes out and then Cleveland was paired with Philly. And so they had to miss another four games. So Cleveland in this scenario has never had COVID-19, but they're missing, let's say between seven and eight games with the worst team in baseball. Well, right, right. So, so but, the, team, but, the team that but has at what COVID. point, at, but at what point do you say, Hey, it's not their fault that they didn't play the games. So, like, is there like a, a bar that you're setting? Like, you have to hit 40 games. Chris, no, 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 be, no, no, no. The, the, the the legal the bar here is: Are you the team that caused the cancellation because of your COVID outbreaks? Yes. Okay. Then these games count as automatic losses for you. Are you the team that? But that's not that, happening. Was it canceled? Well, it will happen when it comes to tournament time. They're not gonna. There no. Division team, no, okay, baseball is run by its owners, right? The owners are going to vote. I guarantee you one owner is going to vote for his COVID-laden team to get into the playoffs with only 30 games played. And I guarantee you all other 27, 28 owners are going to vote against that, right? There's no way that's happening. You know, welcome to the real world, Chris, where we uh, I'm just saying. You, I I mean, uh, hey, I, I don't think the Marlins, even if they have a winning record, should make it i mean maybe they but i guess do you have to is there a threshold is there a threshold post no postponed games that turn into unplayed games turn into forfeit losses for the team who who was the cause of the postponement that's that that's where it is that's how we handle it right so so for once in my life Thank goodness the St. Louis Cardinals are not going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I dislike them, but I kind of just dislike them. That's where I am with that. So, yeah, see you later, Cardinals. Try again next year. Better luck. Um, bye, Felicia. It, yeah, bye, Felicia. Oof. Uh, you know, it's perplexing why that you bye, yeah, dislike. Yeah. That you dislike. Uh, They're color red. Any color team red, we don't like. It's unless it it's per- Liverpool. We're, we, it is, we're it is perplexing. Way. It is perplexing. It's, Perplexion. Uh, so the title of this episode, uh, Perplexion, 
There's nothing that rhymes with perplexion. That's a complexion. Problem. The perplexion problems with Paul and company. Um, <laughs> guys, I think we're almost out of time. I've rambled enough. I'm sorry you guys have had to put up with me. Um, Chris, I'm sorry we've had to put up with you. Uh, Dad, you've been bearable. Thanks for dealing with us Bowling Green grads. Um, hey, I wear, Eddie, I represent, I wear Bowling Green stuff everywhere. You do. That's, I do. That's because we I'm both cheap. had to pay a lot of money. And I paid Green. a lot of money to get you there. <laughs> Chris, any final thoughts on tonight before we hang up? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have anything. Just, you know, ha- have a, ha- enjoy your family. Have a, have a, make a mug. You know what? Here's, no, this is, this is what I'm going to say. Start making your own food, folks. Uh, I, I've made. I've started making my own margaritas, fresh lime. I've started margaritas. Making my own pasta. That's not margaritas. really food, you know that. Margaritas. Right? I've started making my own pasta. So you've got spaghetti, fettuccine, fettuccine. Sorry, uh, I've made some. I made some ravioli tonight. Oh, so good. So invest in yourself. Invest in your family. Start making your own food. It's it's healthier. It's it's better for you. That's that's your word of the wise. The enthusiasm unknown to mankind there in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> drink, my friend, drink. For me personally, this whole college football, um, whatever we want to call it, rigmarole, scandal, I don't know, controversy, has really lined up with a lot of things that I've been thinking about deeply for a while. Uh, and, and just kind of the corruption and untalked about Um, underpinnings of the entire system. And for me, it's easier to let college football go than I think it is for most people. Uh, And maybe I've prepped myself for this for a while with with becoming so enthused uh, with soccer and European soccer. Um, But really the time is now for me. I'm just, I'm not going to miss college football in the way I maybe would have two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago. Um, There's a lot of problems systematically with, with the way we deal with college football, whether it comes to players, um, their health, their safety, um, being cut and losing their health benefits despite, you know, injuries that are going to cost them for the next 50 years. Um, you know, talking about joining a union and being cut from the football program uh, because it doesn't live up to the ideals of, of some head coach who doesn't really care about the player's safety. Uh, looking at you, Washington State University, um, or just paying the players and then not admitting to paying the players when it comes to the SEC and really every major football program. Uh, these players are professional athletes who spend 60 hours a week you know, on the field, in the film room, in the weight room, and then they have to spend an additional you know, 30 hours a week in the classroom because for every credit you take in college, you're supposed to spend another hour uh, studying. So if you take 15 credit hours, you're spending 15 hours studying. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it's always been. So you're looking at players who are amateur, um, getting a scholarship, but being massively underpaid for doing 100 hours of work for the program. And meanwhile, coaches are being paid $8 million a year. um, And programs are using football as the sole thing that's holding up their athletic department. Uh, So we're going to see a lot of athletic departments potentially go under in the next year. And I don't feel bad because I think the way college football players have been mistreated over the past 10, 20, 30, 100 years. Um, it's just not been talked about because we're comfortable and we love the idea of college football. So that's a long-winded rant, and I know whatever, but that's how I feel. I'm not going to miss college football this year. Uh, and really, you know, um, 
a bat transmitted COVID to a person in 2019 and a butterfly flapped their wings and college football is canceled in 2020. And I just don't feel bad about it anymore. Uh, so let's get a vaccine and everyone should stay safe until then. And uh, with that, go watch some soccer because they have the common sense to have this whole thing under control. See you guys later. Bye.